0: He's a well-respected high school football scout. Known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The Coach Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent tr- 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 truth. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Recording live on the Tuesday. Intercom Studios in the Miracle Mile. Glad that you're listening Uh, We got a terrific show Or I have a terrific show for you today We're talking some players of the week Right here in Southern California A sleeper of the week from Southern California as well We're going to be talking some high school game recaps We're going to get to some teams That we haven't heard much from But really had some good showings from this week Uh, We'll be talking uh, Some teams that we have You know, checked in on and, And who are usuals on this show We'll talk about their game recaps uh, we'll talk about some college football recaps. A lot of really great games this past weekend. I had a chance to attend one. want to talk to you about my experience as well. And uh, we have some, some hot takes UCLA, they just offered a JC running back. Um, Ed O'Giron, can he win a national title at LSU? And can anyone beat Modern Day? And of course, as always, we always like to end the show with one to watch a 2023 prospect here in Southern California. So it's a Southern California-based show, and a lot of our information is going to come from here, a lot of our content, but we'd like to take it nationally as well. But today, we're going to stick right here in SoCal. So as we do that, it's time to rip off our Players of the Week. Let's take it to Marietta Valley really quickly. Quarterback Brandon Rose, he's a sophomore. He goes 26 for 38, 414 yards, and four touchdowns. And he throws to his big time wide receiver, Talik Brown, who had 14 catches, 252 yards, and three touchdowns. Marietta Valley turning it up on offense as they usually do. Let's go to Englewood. Quarterback Jared Haywood, the senior pass for nine touchdowns. He was 19 for 23, 505 yards. A record breaking night in the city of Inglewood as they blow out West Torrance, 77-0. Haywood gets himself into the CIF record books as second all-time for most touchdown passes in the game, so congratulations to the senior quarterback. How about running back from Camarillo High School, Jesse Valenzuela, 263 yards and three touchdowns. He had two 90-yard runs a big-time night. For him, let's take it down to the San Gabriel Valley. Bishop Amont running back Damian Moore. Dominant performance versus Chaminade. 28 carries, 214 yards, three touchdowns, and he's looking like the player of the year over in that league. Let's take it to CD Wide receiver John Humphreys, 153 yards and four touchdowns. We'll take it over to modern day quarterback Bryce Young. Excuse me, 442 yards, total offense, five total touchdowns. The senior quarterback has absolutely dominated this year. We're going to take it to Bosco. Quarterback DJ Uyana Lele, 360 total yards. That's uh, over 100 yards on the ground. Six total touchdowns as Bosco rips Jay Sarah on the road. So that does it for our SoCal Players of the Week. And uh, congratulations to all you guys for big-time performances. We know there were a lot of big-time performances out there. We can't cover them all. But for these guys, you are our Players of the Week. So congratulations. It's time to move along. Um, Always like to get this done early in the show. I'm excited this week. Very, very excited this week. I want to talk to you about my Sleeper of the Week for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week really want to thank our guy Larry Miller he's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight Larry's all about family and community and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country each week young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show so thank you Larry when we have business and a man that is really interested in the community we need to show our support right back at him sit and sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep Technology, Greg. Body diagnostics that's five star stuff. This is high quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds, seconds man, that's awesome. Sit and sleep, they'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. free! Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our sleeper of the week this week comes from Bellflower High School now. Normally, you're not going to find a ton of prospects at Bellflower. And I venture to say they don't have a ton of prospects this year. But I found a kid. And this is what scouts do. You got to beat the bushes. You got to pick up every little nook behind every little nook and cranny. Pick up the rocks. Go through the hay. How about 2021 linebacker Teron Sanders? Six foot three, 205 pound linebacker out of Bellflower High School. I like this kid a lot. He's very intriguing, raw in his abilities, but talented. He's long. There's some athleticism and athletic ability there. He's aggressive. He likes to get to the football. And I think he's got a terrific upside. I believe this is a Pac-12 football player. I'm going to reach out to the kid. I want to work with him, and uh, he has a very, very bright future. He has a lot of natural talent. He's been playing the game from a very young age. And Teron Sanders, six foot three, 205-pound linebacker out of Bellflower High School. Congratulations, young man. You're this week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week. Let's move right along. We're going to get to our high school game recaps, high school game recaps. Let's take it to the Muir-Burbank game. Shout-out to my former college roommate, Mr. Zaire Calvin, head coach of Muir High School. They get a big win, 20-15 to 15, over Burbank. Muir blocks a field goal um, late in the game. They also knock out the Burbank quarterback, um, Aragon. They knock him out the game. And Muir's defense dominates. And they get a 20 to big 20 to 15 win over Burbank. So great job defensively by the Mustangs as they get after Burbank. Burbank went down to their third quarterback. They just couldn't muster up very much offense. So Muir gets the big win. Congratulations. Let's take it to Palisades over Venice, 38-14. to Big rivalry game there, kind of on the west side. Palisades takes out Venice. Linebacker Sayer Riley with a big-time game. A bunch of tackles. Got his hands on the ball. Created an interception for his teammate. Running back Kenny Childs, 131 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Also, running back Max Paley, three touchdowns rushing. And the Palisades defense, a problem for the Venice offense and quarterback Luca Diamon, who only had 171 yards passing. He was sacked three times. He threw two interceptions, so congratulations to the Palace Aides. They're doing a terrific job over there, turning around that program and really getting on the radar here at the Transparent Troops, so congratulations to them. Let's take it down to the San Gabriel Valley again. We're talking Bishop Amont Chaminade 34-24, Bishop Amont. They blocked two punts, two of them blocked by A.J. Souza. Really like this kid. He makes plays every, every week. People got to start paying attention to these guys that make plays. And this guy catches touchdowns, he blocks punts, one of them went for a touchdown, One of the punts that he blocked, one for a touchdown. And uh, we talked about it a little earlier. Damian Moore with a dominant performance, 28 carries, 214 yards, and three touchdowns. Chaminade quarterback Jalen Henderson, the junior, did his best to keep Chaminade close. He was 15 for 26, 215 yards, two touchdowns. He also carried it 12 times for 72 yards, but not enough. Coach Haggerty over there at Bishop of Mine, he credited his off-season strength conditioning program to the success that the Lancers are having on the field this year. So congratulations of the Lancers, another big win, and that's going to be interesting how that league shakes out. Let's take it over to Modern Day. Got to have my Modern Day fix. Fifty-two to eleven win, a dominant, dominant performance over the Survey Friars. Quarterback Bryce Young mentioned it earlier. It was twenty-eight for thirty-four, three hundred thirty-eight yards passing, four touchdowns, seventy-nine rushing yards on the ground, another touchdown. He completed his first fifteen passes, and that is typical for me bryce young behavior cody epps the senior wide receivers 11 catches 180 yards two touchdowns i really like the jump he's made in his game i definitely think he's a scholarship football player and i think those scholarships start coming around here really really soon but kid with really good hands terrific routes i like his ability after the catch doing a nice job uh what about junior i believe junior wide receiver josiah Zamora, two touchdowns receiving Modern day was up 35 0 in the second quarter on a good Servite team. Young team, but a good Servite Friar team. Modern day just too dominant, too tough. 42 uh, 3 by halftime. Tyler Narayan had two sacks for Modern day. One calls a fumble, and senior linebacker Dean Neely scooped it up and run 40 yards for a touchdown. Little concerning. Modern day racked up 20 penalties for 235 yards, but still, they. Hit with a 52 to 11 win, and I'm excited about the Friars and the Bosco Braves coming up here very, very soon, Bosco. Speaking about them, they're a 49-10 winner over Jay Serra. Quarterback DJ Uyana Lele, 14 for 22, 251 yards passing, three touchdowns. Also had nine carries, one hundred ten yards, and three touchdowns. Logan Lawyer with a touchdown receiving. The Pro Football Hall of Fame World Bowl wide receiver shows up big every week. How about Joe McDuffie and Chris Hudson, both with touchdown catches. And modern day Bosco, we are a week away, or I'm saying you know, eleven days away. Modern day Bosco, it's gonna be special. It's gonna be spectacular, and uh, it's gonna be something to behold. Top two teams in America, they're gonna go head to head in Panish Family Stadium there in Bellflower, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Really, really looking forward to it. It's gonna be a fun week. It should be a great game. So that does it for my high school game recaps here in Southern California. Uh, Again, modern Bosco ahead of the class, but I love what Bishop Vermont is doing down there in San Gabriel Valley. Um, Palace AIDS really coming on strong here on the, on the West side and Muir doing a terrific job, playing great defense, intercepting the ball when it's in the air and running the ball and, and, and really dominating on the ground game. So Muir doing a nice job as well. So congratulations to all those teams. Um, I want to get to some college game recaps here. We're talking college football. Uh, LSU 42, Florida 28. Great game. I was at the game. going to share my experience here just um, in a quick minute. But uh, LSU with a big home win. How about Oklahoma, Texas and a Red River rivalry? Uh, Oklahoma 34, Texas 27. South Carolina 20, Georgia 17. Freshman quarterback Ryan Helensky. They take out Georgia between the hedges. Georgia was my number one team, but the Gamecocks take them out between the hedges in overtime. What a shocker that was. How about Alabama standing in the SEC? Alabama 47, Texas A&M 28. Tua Tagovailoa heating it up through the air. Texas A&M defense porous uh, this season so far. Let's go with, uh, in the Pac-12, how about Oregon, 45, Colorado, 3. The Oregon defense stepping up big time. They've only given up one touchdown in the last four games. Defense coordinator Andy Avalos doing a terrific job since he's come over from Boise State, and they whacked Colorado 45-3 to um, at Alton. And uh, lastly, Notre Dame 30, USC 27. Didn't get a chance to see the game. Um, heard USC played hard, put up a fight, but again, they take a L on the road, 30 to 27. And um, you know the rumors continue to swirl about who might be the head coach there um, in Troy in 2020. So we'll see how that goes. But I want to get back to LSU. Florida had a terrific weekend. Me and my wife took a very special trip down to New Orleans, spent the night in New Orleans Friday night, went to uh, Deanie's restaurant, met my sister there who happened to be in town in New Orleans. We ate some good food. It was a little bit too fried for me. Deanie's was a little bit too fried. I love the gumbo, love all the soups, but the, the fried uh, crab legs. And the fried fish, it was too fried. It was like, it wasn't fried, it was fried fried. Right? Like it was deep fried, deep fried. And But it was just too much for me. Spent some time on Bourbon Street, got a couple daiquiris, enjoyed the time on Bourbon. The young kids were wild and having a great time. Me and my wife and my sister just kind of walked and, you know, saw the size, took a couple tuple, couple, of Kool-Aid drinks, Kool-Aid, I'll just call it Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid drinks, but it was a good time. Good time on Bourbon Street, man. Uh, Got a chance the next day to get up And drive to Baton Rouge And uh, spend some time Just on campus at LSU Saw some of the tailgating going on And man they do it really really big and I was pretty jealous, man. We just don't do it like that out here on the West Coast. But they, I love what they do. I mean, they they get the tents out, they got the music playing, they got the TVs going, they got the food everywhere. So that was great. Got a chance to t- got a chance to get to uh, the Lawton Room. Um, if any of you have ever been to LSU, the Lawton Room is kind of where they host the recruits and their families. And uh, got a chance to spend some time there. Spoke with Coach O. He uh, got a chance to talk with him. You got a chance to talk with a lot of the top prospects in the country, sat next to, uh, you know, Jacoby, Jacoby and Guillory, uh, one of the top defensive tackles there in Louisiana, Cam Jackson about a Texas, um, Demetrius Davis about a North Shore, uh, of course, quarterback T.J. Finley, the, the, the committed LSU quarterback for the 2020 class and the Hall of Fame World Bowl quarterback. Just got a chance to spend a lot of time with TJ and his family. It just had a great time, man. Great food there at LSU. Got a chance to be on the field before the game. The environment was incredible. You know, I was on the field many times in USC's Heyday with Pete Carroll. And you had, you know, Snoop Dogg and you had the celebrities. But let me tell you, it wasn't nothing like LSU, man. LSU was phenomenal. Being in that stadium with the sun setting, and the team warming up, getting fired up, and all the people on the sidelines. You know, uh, you know, Stroh Miles who who's a former U- U- you know LSU basketball number one player in the country, pretty much coming out of high school. He was there on the sideline. Marcus Spears, Patrick Peterson, got a chance to say hello to all those guys, and uh, it was just it w- it was like a concert, and uh, really got a chance to take it all in. It was just a special environment, man Death Valley is a special environment The energy was It was just out of this world And uh, so Got ushered up to You know, our seats Got to watch the game Great game Joe Burrow Throwing touchdowns um, Got a chance to see the running game of LSU, which I wanted to see them, you know, do a better job running the football, and they did. They ran the ball for a bunch of yards. Florida, they fought. They didn't just lay down. They came in and fought. Really like number eighty-four. Didn't get a chance to get his name, but he played big time. Tras the, the the quarterback. He competed well, but at the end, LSU was just too much offensively, and the defense kind of stood tall towards the end of the game. Uh, outside linebacker defensive end, Hyre, Clavon on leading the group up front. And how about Derek Stingley Jr. with the big interception in the end zone? Stingley struggled a little bit. They kind of got after him a little bit on the outside, but, you know, true to form, Stingley's a mentally tough kid, very resilient. He was my number one rated player last year coming out of high school, and uh, big interception in the end zone to really close it out for LSU and uh, they get the home win, 42-28 to Florida. Uh, After the game, spent some time back in the lawn room, hanging out with the players, hanging out with the recruits and the coaches. Um, Got a chance to see um, the family of Elias Rex, the number one cornerback in the country from IMG. Got a chance to spend some time with them. Also, the Finley family and a host of other recruits and families. So it was a great time. Worst part about it was getting out of that stadium and just, you know, going through the traffic. My goodness, the traffic was ridiculous. Anyway, we get back to a hotel there in Baton Rouge, spend a night there. Then we take it back to New Orleans in the morning time. We were supposed to leave in the morning. We decided to stay a whole nother day. We went to the French market, had a great time there, had some, you know, jalapeno and cheese grits, some jambalaya, had some crawfish quesadillas, uh, some mango daiquiris for days. Wife got some pralines. Um, I had what did I get? I got some beignets. There were some chocolate filled and, and praline filled beignets, and they were just oh so good. They were from Loretta's. Loretta, man, it, it was good. The French market though was a great place. It's like a swap meet of food. And uh, man, I, I tell you, I probably I probably gained about five pounds on this trip. I, I'm not even feeling good about myself. I gotta get my heat eating habits back in order. But it was great. It was great fun terrific fun and uh got a chance to fly back yesterday morning in the los angeles it's, it's a it's a nice flight not too long and uh you know back here in la but you know thank you so much lsu football coaches fans um you know support staff i enjoyed myself my wife enjoyed herself and uh we just had a blast so thank you so much for that um So that pretty much does it for my recap of college games And and the recap of my trip Uh, Let's get to some hot takes Let's get to some hot takes So, number one, let's talk a little bit UCLA offered a JC running back Who has offers from Arkansas Pine Bluff and Stephen F. Austin Well, here's the thing UCLA football is down in the dumps right now They stink And it ain't looking too good for the foreseeable future they offer a JC, excuse me, a JC running back who has offers from Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Stephen F. Austin. Is, is it is it that you, nobody wants to go to UCLA? Is that what's going on? No kids want to go to UCLA. That's interesting, but it's not hard to believe. Coming from just visiting LSU and looking at the landscape here in Southern California football on the collegiate level. Hey. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too excited to attend UCLA either if I was a kid. So, my take is this. UCLA better get some recruiters fast or that staff is going to be gone. Point blank period. They better get some recruiters fast. They better get some W's even faster or that staff is going to get the boot. Let's move along. Um, next hot take let's, let's talk can Ed Ogeron win a national championship at LSU you know a lot of people look at and remember Coach O as a, bit, as a defensive line coach and he was one when I used to work with him um, at USC he was a defensive line coach a fantastic defensive line coach by the way coached many of the greats in college football and on to the NFL but he said you know a defensive line coach can he transition become a great head coach here's the thing about being a head coach you're as good as the staff you surround yourself with you look at his staff Coach Emsminger on offense Dave Arando on defense He surrounded himself with two great coordinators Joe Brady again on offense as well Two great coordinators Now Coach O was known Not only as a great defensive line coach But one of the best If not the best recruiter in the nation Big part of being a head coach Is recruiting What I mean to tell you Coach O spent time with every family That was in that Lawton room He shook every mom's hand, or shook every dad's hand, gave every mom a hug, and spoke with every recruit that was there. And there were over 100 recruits in attendance. He does a great job recruiting. So he surrounded himself with great coaches. He does a great job recruiting. And let me tell you, the cupboard is stacked at LSU, and it's going to become more stacked after this recruiting cycle. They're going to be loaded. Put them on a level with Clemson. Alabama, put them on that level. They're going to be loaded. Mark it down. They will be competing for a national championship, and I believe that they will win a national championship over the next five years. Coach O has it rolling at LSU. So my hot take is Coach O will win a national championship based on his ability to surround himself with great coaches, his elite ability to recruit, and the fertile recruiting ground that's in and around baton rouge we're talking new orleans we're talking houston they got prospects for days coach o gonna get it done next hot take we're talking will anybody beat the modern day monarchs this year Read a nice little article. They talked about modern day. this year in 2019 might be better than their 2017 team led by JT Daniels, who won a national championship, of course, a mythical national championship, and the 2018 team, which was led by Brew McCoy and Bryce Young. Brew McCoy, national player of the year in a lot of people's eyes, in a lot of people's eyes, and uh, and Bryce Young, who was spectacular. They said, this 2019 team, are they better than the 2017 and 2018 team? I think so. I'm going to give you reason. I think the defense is better this year. They're faster. They're more experienced. They're more athletic. Bryce Young is as good as I've ever seen on a high school level. With his ability to run and throw, and also to put modern day in the plays that can help them be most successful at the line of scrimmage with the autonomy that he's been given by the coaches, it leads me to believe. That this is the best modern day team ever. I don't see them losing anytime soon. I don't see them losing this year. They have Bosco in a couple of weeks. Should be a good game, but I think modern day wins. So here's my take. Bryce Young is the best high school player that I have ever seen. They're loaded defensively in the defensive backfield, they're very good at linebackers, led by junior Rayjean Davis. Up front, they're not, they don't have a bunch of high-profile kids, but they got some kids who are stout, and they get off get after the quarterback on the edges. This is the best modern-day team ever because they have one of their better linebackers in school history, John Davis. They have the best high school player that I've seen in Bryce Young, and they've given him the keys to the car. By empowering Bryce... They've not only put him in the driver's seat and in position to run the entire offense, but they've given him the backing and the confidence to go out there and be himself and not try to fit a square peg into a round hole. This moderate team is the best that I've seen, and I think that they dominate the rest of the way. That's my take. It's time to move along We gotta get to our one to watch Our one to watch this week Comes out of Calabasas I wanna talk to you About a special prospect 2023 wide receiver Josiah Phillips six foot three, 180 pound receiver Who is as smooth And with really good feet For a kid that size At that age Terrific hands This kid is gonna be Bo Collins, Johnny Wilson, this kid will be a five-star. I'm telling you now, Josiah Phillips will be a five-star at Calabasas. Mark it down now. He's going to be special. He is special. It's only a matter of time until he blows up nationally. So my one to watch this week, Josiah Phillips, 6'3", 180-pound 180 receiver out of 2023 class, Calabasas High School. Congratulations, kid. You're one to watch. That pretty much does it here for me on The Transparent Truth. Thank you so much for joining me. Try to keep the show under 30 minutes. But hopefully, you enjoyed everything that I shared, everything that I talked about. And uh, check back in on Friday, man. We got uh, game previews, we got the matchup show. Looking forward to breaking down some games, some coaches, some interesting one on one matchups, the game behind the game, as only Coach Keith can do here in Southern California. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town and his name's Richie Hammond. Y'all be cool.